My name is Dave. And my name's Craig. And this is Fantavision. I think. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, okay, it's Fantavision. It's Fantavision, guys. Don't worry. It's Fantavision. in the year 2000 and that means it's time for Fantavision. Now I just said it released in 2000 and it released on the PlayStation 2 and it was developed by Sony Computer Entertainment and it was released on the PlayStation 4 later just as a re-release. Other than that it is locked to those two systems. Now Craig how do you feel about fireworks? Uh, I, f- I mean they're alright. I, I, I see you're going to call me a weenie now, but I generally speaking over the past few years have become less and less uh, accepting of people that set off fireworks because they're noisy and they scare animals and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So generally... Sp- they always tend to do them after midnight for some weird reason. Yeah. So I've actually started not liking them (laughs) which is stupid considering it's explosions of light in the sky but I just ah, there's something about it that I just don't get I don't get why you go outside when it's cold to look up at the sky and hurt your neck slightly I'm kind of the same way they lost their luster after the year 2000 and all the fireworks Mm -hmm. in the world went off at the same time Um, yeah so I picked this game Craig This, this was a day pick uh-huh. And I don't understand it. So, do you have any history with Fantavision? Yeah, yes. I oddly have history with Fantavision. I got it on PlayStation 2 release because it was a release game and it was so stupid. And ever since, <laughs> actually, ever since it's been like the year 2000, so that's 22 years ago. I have never seen it any more expensive than £1.20 on the PlayStation <laughs> Store ever from that time. Uh, yeah, so I, it was very much, it was a much like Resogun or whatever came out with PS3 and blah, or PS4 and blah, blah, blah. It was a release thing that I dabbled with, thought it was like meh, because it's not like there's ever a lot of effort put into it, and then moved on until just now and I've seen it in the store hundreds of times since then but I've never bought it for the PS4. I did buy it for the PS4 and it plays almost exactly like it does on the PS2 like load times are quicker that's about it. Um, My history with Fantavision is I rented a PS2 and a whole bunch of the launch games and Fantavision was one of them and I remember going oh hey this looks really cool and then not understanding it and putting it down and never touching it again until it came out on PS4. I'm like, oh yeah, there's that game I didn't understand. Let me give it a shot. And then I played it, uh, didn't understand it again, and then put it down. I mean, see, when you say you don't, like, it's pretty simple as far as... uh, Yeah, yeah, it's not like I don't understand (laughs) the base concept. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, first off, it was it did start life as a tech demo. This was just a tech demo to show yeah. off how many particles the PS2 could push. And in its day, it was impressive. I remember looking at it going, wow, this is impressive. Um, <laughs> not not I, so impressive now. No, I firmly believe that over three generations, uh, finally, it seems that Sony have got tech demos, stroke launch titles boxed in to, down to T. Like, Astrobot was the perfect thing. And going backwards from there to... I don't even know what came out with PlayStation 1. Probably like a Wipeout demo and something. I don't know. Um, Blast, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, it should have just been... A te- There's no way it's... A re- oh, God, what am I trying to say? It's shit. It's just... just a- <laughs> yes, you can see how many pixels are on the screen, but that's what tech demos are for. You shouldn't then go and turn something like that into a game. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a few games that have started off as tech demos that end up being okay-ish. Mm-hmm. But generally, you can always smell a tech demo. Yeah. Like, like even with Astrobot, as as fun as that is in exploring PlayStation's past and the features yeah, of yeah. the new place, it's like, smells like tech demo in here. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, uh, so... To explain what Fantavision is, okay. So, first off, when you boot up the game, you f- look at these weird kids... And they're just being weird kids. Like, what is with the kids, Craig? I I genuinely, I glossed over absolutely everything until you start playing because it's just weird. It it, it has a real Katamari kind of yeah, feel to it. Yeah, like, yeah. what's going on here? Uh, yeah, it's live action footage of kids just smiling and playing with things. And that's it. Uh, so you, you hit start. And then you get that awesome 2000s music. And yep. you, you play, and okay. Uh, first of all, can we get a shout-out to whoever the tutorial voice guy is? Because that <laughs> is that is some amazing voice work there. That guy is uh, very clear and smooth, and I want him to narrate the next Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, he, he immediately shot right up there, to my mind, with Darkest Dungeon and with <laughs> Catherine as narrators you want in your life to do things for you. Like, Craig got a Coke from the fridge type stuff i want people like that in my life yeah hit the fuel button to refill your car um mm-hmm. yeah so i watched the tutorial again which is almost 20 minutes long oh, which is I, uh, <laughs> bonkers for this game i get really bold after like a minute of tutorial so just and this this is a, a recurring problem for games later and <laughs> this session when as games well start getting more complex yeah it tends to be <laughs> yeah. a problem uh uh-huh. but uh, yeah, I, I got the feeling that unless I missed some key core things, I got everything I needed out of the, like, the first two minutes of the tutorial. Like, yeah, I mean, it goes into, and this is how you recognize what kind of firework this is going to mm-hmm. be. And, and you're like, okay, I, I guess. Uh, oh, oh, speaking of, you're a colorblind guy. Any problems yeah. with this game? Yeah, some, some wee problems here and there. It was mostly when it came to... The, for as much as I played it, it was quite kind of clear that you were chaining like three bluish ones into three yeah. reddish ones or something. So I could, and the multicolor ones are multicolored, so it's fine. So 
I could do that. I don't know if it gets any more complex where it starts mixing like blue and purple and green and yellow and red and orange because at that point I would tap out major. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Do I, it. I think you've seen all of the colors if you've done like the okay. first couple of stages. I'm not too yeah. sure. So yes, if you have colorblind problems, uh, the game about matching f- colored fireworks probably won't work great for you, which sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so long, long talk to just get into what the game is. Okay, so you have a little cursor, and this is my problem, Craig. That cursor is my problem. And you will see fireworks shoot up, and they're pre-exploded. And so you'll see, like, a green one that's pre-exploded, as in the fizzle stage, right? You have to tap the buttons. No, not the buttons. You have to tap the stick, and then hit the button in order to capture that firework. So yep. you have three green ones and then a, a blue one. So you, you capture the three green ones, then you hit the button to make the fireworks explode. Now if the fireworks explode and they touch other fireworks of the same color, they will explode automatically so you get a nice chain. But the real, I guess, difficulty of this comes from you can't go from three green to three blue. You have to have a multicolored one or a power-up in between them. So it then just becomes an order of operation of, okay, all right, so I got six green ones and two blue ones. All right, let's do the six green, explode them, you know, that kind of thing. Um, What I don't understand the most about this game is why the cursor, right? Like, this is what I don't understand. Does this feel good to you to play? Because every time I play this it feels like I'm not playing it correctly in terms of how I'm controlling it. No, it absolutely doesn't feel like the way you would want to control this. This, it, I would want to play this game like you play something like Missile Command or something, you know, like yes. a bit more left and right and shoot rather than the cursor, the spinny thing to chain. Like, I get the chaining it together, but you could do that without... without fucking about so much yeah and 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 not to monday morning quarterback but i had the idea of okay so why not have you have six fireworks shoot on the screen at once have each one tied to a certain button and that way you have to do a button combination then hit explode i this doesn't feel good for me so um when you capture a firework you get this little spinny dial thing and you got to try to make sure you're pointed in the right direction you will run into that whole like fireworks are close to each other did you hit the wrong one kind of thing so what we said right there is the basic and as well as advanced play of fantavision like if if you're having trouble picture what we're talking about uh just watch a quick video and you'll get it within three seconds now yeah. here's where i find fantavision interesting why does this not work as a puzzle game. And this is a game like nobody really has that much nostalgia for. Nobody's like, ah, Fantavision. Like this just came and went and bleh, that was it. I can give you my reason why it doesn't work for me as a puzzle game. And this, it could just be my experience with it. But for the entire time I've played it, I felt like I could chain three colors, go into a multi-ball, um, wait till they explode and more shut up and then sometimes be able to chain some more together and it started you start you need to be like in zen mode you need to be in the flow it's very early resogun feeling oh, i've got to be in one with the fireworks but 
sometimes it just doesn't let you do what you know you should be able to do. Like for me, sometimes if I was in a coloured multiball, it would just not let me connect to the next chain that I wanted to do. Like, it like just... the game itself or you struggled with the controls? No, like the game itself, like I was doing what I needed and sometimes it would work. Like that exact example, if I was going coloured multiball into hmm. something, sometimes it would work. But a lot of the times it felt like it wasn't registering what I was doing. It felt like there was a, like an actual something wrong with it. Uh, so that that very much didn't, it, it made it really irritating for me. But other, otherwise, I like I like the idea of chaining things, chaining things together, be it coloured fireworks or, you know, like, I can't even think of another example, Poyo Poyo, you know, clearing yeah. or, or that kind of thing, or Tetrises. It's just another offspring of that. So it's all there. It's just a bit, the controls are a bit wonky and the game itself felt a bit glitchy buggy for me. That's fair. Like, like I have a... Uh, theory and uh, i'm not i'll probably say it on this one i was gonna say we're also doing another puzzle game in two episodes as well and i mm-hmm. have very differing feelings on both of these like fantavision i i don't think does oh this is gonna sound mean fantavision i don't uh. think deserves to be remembered with nostalgia uh, I, I don't think anybody like if anybody walks up to goes dude you remember fantavision you should be legally allowed to slap them <laughs> and say no. Um, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, this is not... It really puzzled... It puzzled me, being a puzzle game. It, re- it really puzzled me how or why you picked this because it just... It's just not one for... It's just not great. It's not good enough to be nostalgic about or go, oh, remember the good times type thing. It's You're just, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the reason I picked it, sorry, I, I should have said that earlier. The reason I picked oh, yeah. it is for that exact reason. This was a high-profile release in a launch window of a system. Like, everybody knows Fantavision, but nobody ever wants to talk about it. And, I mean, I, I think we've explored why, mm-hmm. but I, I find that infinitely more curious than, like, talking about the bouncer for the 400th time. Like, yeah. the games that we forgot or just let die are more interesting to me than the ones that you keep bringing up. Okay. I, that's, that rings with something else. You know, you norm, I haven't heard you say it for a while now, but you're sometimes more interested to talk about the games that we hate rather than the games that we love. Yeah, not in a not in an AVGN or yeah, an yeah, overhyped yeah. manner. It's like, okay, why do we hate this? Yeah, um, it's like an, an analysis of why it doesn't work for us is, is more interesting than oh, a absolutely. switch fest of... Oh, oh my yeah. goodness, I love you. And not to bring this up, but again, if we were doing an episode on like Elden Ring, it would just be two guys verbally puking into a microphone about how much they like it as opposed to, okay, what doesn't work? And mm-hmm. I think on this, since, again, nostalgia is the enemy, we should make it a point to every once in a while just bring up a game that nobody cares about because that's what released most of the time. Uh, even though, I mean, like, if you Google video games from 2000, you're going to see a list of just right bangers. That's, I think, I can't remember what it's, it might be the Army Men episode when I started rhyming off the games that released at the same time. And yeah. we were just like, how did how did this even happen? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, on previous runs to the show, you know, we'll get to this era, which I'm really starting to feel is the weird adolescence, right? Like, the games mm-hmm. are almost there. They're almost there. 
Uh, and you pick like Fusion Frenzy, and we're like, oh yeah, this was a thing that happened. This was mid. This was early two thousands yeah, games. I know. We're gonna be doing Doritos Crash Course next. Oh, I I hope so. As long as it's brought to me by Toyota. Uh, okay, so here's my theory about puzzle games. Mm-hmm. And I guess we could check this against Bombastic when we do it. Yeah. Spoiler, we're doing Bombastic in two episodes. Um, if In order for a puzzle game to work great, I mean, you know, we're talking your Tetrises, your Poyos, your, your Luminous, mm-hmm. Pinal the Pond, any of those. You cannot have to think about the controller. The moment you think about yeah. what buttons you're hitting, it's done. I mean, and even something like that's a bit of a hybrid, like Mr. Driller. You never think, okay, I got to hit the drill button, ever. You're just like, it's just natural. Yeah. And in this, I was constantly thinking about what the controls were and how I was going to maneuver the controller to do what I wanted to do. And I don't do that with anything, really. Hmm. That's, and so my... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So, no, that was just that's, that connects with so much of the puzzle games that I like, especially of last and this generation, like when Tetris Effect came out and you sit in your VR headset and you're totally you're totally embedded in that game and that moment and you're, it's just all automatic. You need to feel connected to the puzzle and you can't think about the controls because you're right, as soon as as soon as you think about oh, that's a triangle, you've lost it. You're you're out of the Zen mode. Well, that's what I was gonna say, like like Tetris I would have to think a moment to what the buttons on Tetris are for. But if you put it in my hand, I will know exactly mm-hmm. what to do. Like there's something about puzzle games or, or you know what? And again, I'm going to bring this up on Bombastic. Even something that is more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Complex than mm-hmm. Fantavision is something like Intelligent Cube. Yeah. Where we both went into that going, okay, I've heard of this. That's it. But the moment it started playing, you're like, okay, this is my drop button. This is my my yeah, erase yeah, yeah. button. Like, you just got it. And this is one that uh, – and I'm super curious if, if anybody out there is – if this is a zen game for them, right? You just sink into it. I'd be very curious to see what – you know, how you feel about it. So write in if you feel like it. But, yeah, for me, this is this is a failure of control. Not, not the failure of the game that is control. That's a different failure. Yeah, that, that's um, the worst thing you've ever said. And we have been <laughs> Dave and Craig. Past tense. We have been. This is it. Done. <laughs> uh, okay. So you know what? Let's 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 wrap this up because there is not much more to be said about this. I mean, if we keep going, you can probably finish the game in the time it will take to listen to this episode. Yeah. There's, so, there's not, and, and we could, like you said, we could go with, uh, well, if you see a firework and it's got balls around it, then it explodes into multiple projectiles. We don't need to do that. You don't need to pl- just go and watch a video and go, ah, oh, and then move on with life. Yeah, yeah, and then go, ah, you know what, I should probably play Tokyo Jungle or something. Yeah, Just yeah. play Tokyo oh, Jungle. Tokyo Jungle? That Tokyo needs a jungle. remaster. That, that needs it. That is up on my list of, okay, this needs to be re-released. I'd love Tokyo Jungle. Anyway, okay. Uh, I have one stupid question for you, and then okay. we can get into our, our usual two questions. Uh, number one, we did another puzzle game early, way early in uh, our podcasting career, Magical Drop. 
And oh, that yeah. was one that didn't click for you, too. Yeah, yeah. Which would you rather play at this moment? Magical Drop. Okay, alright. Um, I still think you're wrong about Magical Drop, by the way. Oh, right. I love well, that game. I mean, you can you can think I'm wrong about many things. The the chances are, put it in my hands again today, and I would have a wildly different feeling about most of the games we spoke about. I my mind flip flops on a daily basis. It does, it does. That's why you're Craig defense sitter. It's wonderful. I'm not uh, okay. defense sitter. I don't fence it. I just don't feel strongly one way or another about most things. That is weird. Sorry, so we should say, uh, let's see. I don't know. Craig the Flanders, I guess? <gasps> I don't diddly... Oh, I can't even diddly doodly doodly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, our two questions, the Ponzi one first, is always... What is the nugget you can take away from this game? Uh, it, it is along the like not so much uh, now. Hopefully, in fact, actually, oh god, what am I, my brain has gone to mush. I was going to say along the lines of tech demos. If it's a tech demo, make it explicitly a tech demo and make all of those things like the most recent Matrix thing that came out. That's clearly a oh, tech yes. demo, or make a game. Right, but don't make a tech demo and then at the last minute go, this this could be a game. Like, I think that is where this falls foul and I, I don't think people... Like, you can tell Astrobot is, is an homage to everything Sony and it's perfect, but don't change the purpose of something because that's what this feels like. It feels like someone went, if we had a life bar, this could be a game. Yeah, that life bar is... Like, I'm very surprised it's not... I mean, I'm guessing it's because, you know, like, it was the 2000s. Harmonix was going to go, hey, hey, life bar is cool when you're doing rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't understand the purpose of that. Why not just make it... And this is your score. This feels yeah. like an arcade game that never made it to the arcade. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead weird. Anyway, apologies. That's a bit of a bumbling nugget, but it's That's basically a- just just... Stick with with intention, because or I, I mean, I could be wrong. They could have made this as a tech demo game, and it just sucks. In which case, I mean, I'm not sorry. <laughs> still, the end result is the same. <laughs> yeah, it's the exact same no matter what. It still just sucks. Uh okay. So my my nugget is going to be, uh, and I'm maybe contradicting my contradicting. Whew, maybe what's the contradicting myself because somebody don't want to name names wrote a giant article not a giant article but an article on how simplicity is good sometimes uh, i think this is this is very much the flip side of that coin of sometimes simple is too simple like like there's there's no meat for me personally to graft onto this sucker and be like oh not like a mr driller or a poyo poyo or a tetris or a even a wetress, why not? Like, like the, there's just not anything there. So, yeah, sometimes too simple is literally too simple. And, I mean, it's not like we are adverse to simple things. I mean, we love, like, Rolling Thunder and Dig Dug and things like that. Like, simple games. But there's still... Here we go. Without the lore of, of deeper mechanics behind something, even if it's just in theory, uh, I think a game falls flat. There we go. Uh, not much difference between this and a fancy cookie clicker. To yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
Okay, and number two, and I'm sure we all know how this is going. Mm-hmm. How do, does this hold up in 2022? I, like solid, solid puzzle mechanics here. Yeah, that your unmistakable genius. At, no, it doesn't hold up at all because the controls don't feel right. It sometimes breaks for me, but maybe for other people as well. And as a tech demo, like tech demos are destined to sit in the era that they were released. Like yeah, by their very looks, nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the best of what can happen at the time. And now no, it doesn't it's not the best of what can happen at the time because that Matrix thing came out and holy crap, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but in ten years we're gonna look at that and go, wow. Exactly. Well ten uh, ten years ago was Kara. You know, and that's like or well eleven years ago was Kara. And that's Wow, has I it remember really been that looking, long since Kara? Yeah, yeah, it was ages. Oh man. Maybe it's maybe it was twenty thirteen, I might be lying. But anyway, it was roughly ten years ago, call it. And now you look at Cara and you go, Yeah, that looked great. The difference is isn't as stark as, you know, Fantavision to Cara to now. That's like tw- two thousand, yeah. two thousand and ten, two thousand twenty. Holy crap, that's amazing actually. Just thinking about it. Yeah, we went from uh yeah. Like like Fantavision to Cara <laughs> to the Matrix. I, I have a soft spot for tech demos, especially commercially released tech demos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they do take you back to that time and place where you're like, oh, wow, I remember when this was impressive, unless yeah. it's like something on the C64, and then I watch it and just go, that is that is really cool you guys managed to do that. Um, but this does not hold up at all. You're right. It, this is a curiosity piece. That's yep. really about it. Um, so if you have any friends that invite you over for a fun night of Fantavision, throw a bottle of Fanta at their head and run. Because yeah. they're not really your friends. They're not. You're, they're your frenemies. Your phantomies. I guess. But that, that was a little bit of a stretch there. But okay. That, that, it was so much of a stretch, Dave. That was just too much. All right. Next up, Craig, we have one of your picks. Would you like okay. to say what your pick is? I know. It is. Oh, my pick is Pikmin. Ah, um, the men of I picks. Pick, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll discuss my history and why I picked it on the show, so be sure to listen. Yes, you probably should. And if you have anything you would like to say on Fantavision or Pikmin, then you can go ahead and do that at nomoresages.com where we have some contact forms that you can use to get a hold of us. If you'd like to have us take a look at one of the games that you think is a pile of garbage like Fantavision, then you can go right ahead and we'll take a look as quick as we can. Until hmm. next time. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Just say it again. Say it until next time. Okay. Until next time. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I will accept it. And for all of our U.S. constituents... Mm-hmm. Uh, until next time, boom, pop, fizzle, ooh, ah, uh, fireworks. There we go. Not, not the song I would have went with. Were you, were you going to start singing ooh, ah, just a little bit, ooh, ah, a little bit more, ooh, ah? No, because I forgot that song existed until roughly two seconds ago. <laughs> oh my god! Because um, you've got now, you've got because baby, you're a fireworks. Oh, really should have done that, Craig. Mm-hmm.